Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Fraud without a loss, which um, kind of redefines about a thousand years of Anglo-American history. You know, the crime of fraud uh, is premised on a loss. And the fact that there was no loss here makes this one of the few times that, or only one I know of, but I can't say never because never is a long time in a thousand years. But I've never heard of a loss, uh, a case of fraud brought without a loss. So you put that case in one category. A presidential candidate, the leading Republican candidate for president, the leading candidate for president right now in the polls, is being prosecuted or being pursued uh, in a case that has never been brought by anybody else, against anybody else. Uh, then the next one is the one involving the, the non-disclosure agreements. I've never heard of anyone being prosecuted on that theory, that somehow it was a crime for him to negotiate with a woman who alleges that he had an affair with her. He denies it. She says he did it. Uh, they reach an agreement, and he pays her money, and they agree uh, to remain uh, silent about it. Now, uh, in, in many, many different contexts, uh, I didn't handle many cases like that, but I did handle a lot of economic cases. A non-disclosure agreement is just uh, part of the case. Again, I've never heard of anyone prosecuted for that. Uh, and it also seems to me the statute of limitations has run. It's over five years ago. Uh, so, again, he's being prosecuted uh, for something that nobody else has ever been prosecuted for. And he just happens to be running for president of the United States and is the leading candidate on the Republican ticket. And this is the second Democratic politician prosecuting. So we have... Um, we have the attorney general who ran on a platform of I'm going to get Trump, which should have disqualified her. Uh, the Bar Association should have disbarred her, but they only want to go after me. Uh, but Bragg said he was going to get him. Uh, then, then we move on to uh, the District of Columbia, where if you're a Republican, uh, just don't even announce it when you come into the city because they may arrest you. I've had the the uh, unfortunate uh, experience of representing a student in the D.C. system who was tortured for being a Trump uh, supporter and got an idea of how deep the Trump derangement syndrome is. It's the reason why it's the only place where uniformly those judges who have kind of gone off their rocker uh, have given these January 6th uh, people more money, uh, more more time than the uh rabid prosecutors wanted. Uh, just see how often that happens. And tell me they're not uh, uh, biased, prejudiced. You, you can't, I mean, let's just be straight with each other and not uh, and, and not uh, politically correct. You can't get it. If you're a Republican, you're not getting a fair trial in the District of Columbia. Okay? And if I'm your lawyer, I'd have to tell you that or it'd be malpractice. It's not going to happen. They've shown no indication that they have the capacity 
to get beyond their uh, brainwashed uh, situ- uh, situation. And uh, certainly with regard to January 6th and all the cases involving Trump or Trump people, which of course would include me and plenty of others, Navarro, lots of other people. So there's another case that is um, only Trump, nobody else ever been prosecuted for whatever the hell it is that, that he's prosecuting him for there. Um, what the heck is it? It's um, contending that the election was stolen based on facts that were given to him, alleging it, which he, has, he had a right to believe. And he did believe. I, I mean, that's ridiculous. He, the guy, you may not agree with him. I do. I was there. I mean, I probably understand it even better. But whether you believe him or not, he did. And you have, you have a right to contest an election. And it was close. <laughs> he was ahead in all in the places that he contested. On the night of the election, he had leads that normally that normally result in a in a in the media calling the state for you. You don't find it somewhat coincidental that every one of them went to not not three out of four, not four out of five, five out of five went to Biden. One of them, uh, Trump was ahead by five by eight hundred thousand votes. You don't think he's going to come away kind of thinking I I think I won that one and and fight it? And you go to jail for that? He's not going to jail for that. They're putting him in jail because they can't beat him. And they are um, complete fascists. They don't believe in democracy. They're not willing to rely on you to make the decision. Yeah, so now so now we got the third Democrat. This one with a hi- history of being unethical. This one with a history of acting like a goon as a lawyer uh, against a senator whose career he ruined and then the case was reversed, 9 nothing in the Supreme Court. Or governor, rather. The case was reversed, 9 nothing in the Supreme Court. With some of the comment about how uh, crooked he is, how unethical he is. And that's the guy that, um, that our uh, disreputable attorney general picked to do it. You, you don't pick a guy like that if you're looking for a fair trial. The guy doesn't know how to do a fair trial. He's been cited by the Supreme Court as one of the prime examples of a prosecutor that doesn't give fair trials, and you pick him for Trump. So now we got three, all Democrat, all Democrat, rabid Democrat. And then we end up in one of the most crooked cities in America, Atlanta, one of the most crooked counties in that city, Fulton. Going to jail there is for the politicians. Oh, it happens a lot. Uh can't imagine how many are under investigation. And and there he's being charged with contesting the election. He doesn't have a right to do that. He doesn't ha- he doesn't have a right to have lawyers who come up with theories that 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 oh you might ag- not agree with. Uh, but theories that uh, even are um uh, challenging that get him to the result of winning the election. I mean, that's what, that's what representing someone's about. No one changed the facts. People argued from those facts. I mean, they call, they call the, uh, the electors phony electors. No, they weren't. They were alternative electors. No one claimed that those electors were going to be, uh, sad as electors unless 
the legislature deliberately changed the vote. They were alternatives, and, and they're based on a model that comes from, uh, in their party, St. John Kennedy. I mean, that, this, is, this, this, uh, this is what Nixon did, and Kennedy approved of it. Uh, over Hawaii, that was contested in their election, and at the time of the, uh, and I may have it backwards, at the time of the Electoral College, I believe the state was awarded to Nixon, and Kennedy had alternative uh, uh, delegates as electors. And he had them because if between then and the time of the inauguration, a court reversed, he would not have had, uh, he would not have gotten any of the votes. The votes would have gone null and void. And that might have been enough to affect the election because it, it might change the number on which you decide the majority. So he had people as standby electors, and they were qualified. And it helped him win the election. It, did, didn't, it turned out he didn't need them in the long run. But at the time that he was doing it, he thought he would. But it was considered totally proper and done. And neither Kennedy nor Nixon complained about it in an election that was, you know, as close as this one. And, and an election in which there were um, fair allegations of serious improprieties that have never been resolved. We, I'm not going to tell you I know they're true or not. All I can tell you is I know they're more than just uh, uh, rumor about Chicago daily, daily waiting until the end, and the mafia helping to get the vote for him, and then the mafia getting very angry at him because Bobby uh, uh, pursued the mafia, and they felt they were double-crossed. That part of it is all true. Oh, that's true. I know that part of it. Remember, I prosecuted the commission of the mafia, which requires the, prosecuting the whole history of the mafia. Went back to 1931. And I convicted every single one of them. I'm not a sloppy lawyer. They are.